Welcome to the Great Lakes Fishing Podcast presented by Fishhawk Electronics. If you're looking for news, tips, and stories about fishing the Great Lakes, you've come to the right place. And now your host, Chris Larson. Welcome to the Great Lakes Fishing Podcast. Joining us now is Captain Mark McClutchy from Diabolical Fishing in Cheboygan, Michigan. Diabolical Fishing is one of the most successful tournament teams in the U.S. Mark also runs a charter operation, fishing ports on Lake Michigan and Lake Huron. Mark, thanks for joining the show. Thanks for having me, Chris. Mark, how did you get started in Great Lakes Fishing? I started back when I was in high school fishing out of a 17-foot aluminum boat um, and just kind of took it from there. We were catching, I grew up in Petoskey and out of that port at that time we could, we had a very good lake trout fishery and in the fall um, we would get a very good king salmon run. So I kind of got hooked at an early age and went from a 17-foot boat to a 22-foot boat to a 31-foot boat and now I feel like I need a bigger boat. So here we are. <laughs> Everybody needs a bigger boat. <laughs> You're an incredibly successful charter captain and tournament angler. So how did you go from that young man with the 17-footer? What came first? Was it the charter captain or was it the tournament angler? I actually got into the tournament fishing first. Um, we fished the tournament trail series on Lake Michigan, which – we used to fish all the way from St. Joe all the way up to uh, Bay Harbor, Petoskey on Lake Michigan. So we got into that pretty heavy for several years and fished the tournament scene. And then eventually uh, when I moved back up north, got into chartering a little bit and started, you know, doing it um, a few at a time. And it, it kind of took off from there. So, but definitely the tournament fishing started first and then it evolved into both tournaments and charter fishing. Yeah, what was that transition like, Mark? How did you do that, going from a tournament angler into someone who, who's getting paid to take people out fishing? You know, there's a lot of similarities. I mean, the goal, of course, is, is to, with tournament fishing is, is a little different than charter fishing. Charter fishing, I learned early on, is not always about the fish. It's about the customers and having a good experience on the water. I think a lot of times myself and the other captains that work with me charter fishing, we get more wrapped up about, you know, maximizing our catch and catching a limit and catching big fish. Uh, whereas the customers, a lot of time, you know, that's part of the experience, but they like to, they like up here, they like to see the bridge and the islands and the lighthouses and they like to catch fish, but they're not as wrapped up in the numbers like we are. I think the tournament fishing helped with the charter fishing in that it gives you a technical ability and a skill set to catch fish in a variety of situations so I, it, it does help us put fish in the boat I think more so than guys that just have chartered their whole life and they go out and they catch what they catch and, and then that's what it is. And what are some of those specific skills that you've picked up from being a tournament angler that have made you a better charter captain? mainly attention to detail uh, up here northern lake huron and even going into northern lake michigan the water clarity is such that you have to pay attention to 
the line that you're running, the swivels that you're running. Uh, we run light, fairly light fluorocarbon leaders in the spring. Um, so that has changed things a little bit. And just the ability to run, you know, numerous lines, um, some of the tournament techniques uh, help out in that regard. Yeah, tell me about that, your, your tournament techniques. What are some of the things that, that you feel like you do that give you an edge over some of the people you're fishing against? When it comes to the salmon tournaments, uh, so, so to, as the summer evolves, you know, the, the fishing kind of focuses towards the king salmon and the king salmon tournaments. And one of the big issues uh, or one of the factors there is fishing cut bait. And that's kind of a niche that we've established uh, fishing tournaments as we've, we've evolved in this thing and kind of improved our cut bait fishing program. So I think in terms of the, the bigger salmon tournaments, when you have adult uh, kings that are around or staging kings, I think the cut bait fishing excels over other techniques at that point. Not every day, but I think uh, nine times out of 10, the cut bait will outproduce some of the other techniques. You run your charter out of Northern Michigan, the Northern tip of the, of the Southern Peninsula or Lower Peninsula. Um, how does that fishery evolve as the year goes on? Because you're fishing both sides of the peninsula. Kind of what is that seasonality like for you? So when we start off in the spring, which typically is early May for us, the water's super cold. Uh, it's primarily a lake trout fishery, uh, but it's a very exciting lake trout fishery because these trout are uh, in shallow water. They're feeding on gobies, on rock piles and reefs, um, some close to shore, some offshore quite a ways. Uh, they're good size and you're catching them in fairly shallow, cold water. And that could be anywhere from 15 to, you know, maybe 30 or 40 feet. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah, on the charters, um, it, you're, it's typically a lot of action in the spring. You know, there's times where we're going through 20 or 30 or 40 fish, of course, releasing some of the smaller ones. Um, so it's a lot of action and excitement for charter customers. As the summer continues on, usually the first part of July, extending towards uh, the, the middle of July, some king salmon start to show up. Um, so you see a mixed bag where you're catching kings, you're catching lake trout. Uh, we also have kind of a niche Atlantic salmon fishery up here with the initiative that they've started up at Lake State. So we catch Atlantics, um, there's steelhead to catch, and we occasionally catch walleye even on salmon gear when we're trolling. So it starts off very heavy in the lake trout fishing in the spring, and it kind of evolves into a mixed bag, uh, transitioning in August to a primarily king fishery. So are you fishing both sides of the peninsula kind of as the year progresses, or do you kind of go from one side to the other side as the year progresses? So in the spring, we're fishing out of Sheboygan. We're fishing um, the reefs offshore, whether it's uh, Reynolds Reef, Spectacle Reef. Uh, we're fishing around Boys Blank Island in that area. As the summer progresses, we start fishing up towards Mackinac a little bit when the kings show up. And then late August, we actually move the boat to Petoskey on Little Travers Bay. And we move it there for the sole purpose of targeting king salmon that are staging to run the Bear River. 
So we, um, we basically relocate the boat for about a month and a half and fish Kings uh, exclusively out of Petoskey. Cool. You fished the TMB tournament in Denmark on the Baltic sea over in Europe. What was that experience like? Tell me a little bit about that. Well, first off, it was very cold uh, for, for most of it, but it was a great experience. Uh, I've actually been there twice and I'm planning to go back in 2021 for my third attempt um, so the trolling master Bornholm is a 400 boat Atlantic salmon tournament that's held in the Baltic sea on the Island of Bornholm. So basically you have 400 fishing teams that converge on this Island and they're from throughout Europe and Scandinavia, um, for a, about a week long. It's actually a four day tournament and the target species is Atlantic salmon. Um, and it's a great experience, you know, that we met a lot of good people over there. They were very hospitable. Uh, in fact, I've become very good friends with a lot of guys we met there. It's a different style of fishing. Um, they're a lot more patient than the American fishermen are. They often fish for days for one or two Atlantic salmon. Um, and if you, if you go out and you catch uh, one, two, three, maybe even four salmon in a day, over there, you're giving high fives back at the dock because that's a great day. Whereas here, we're used to, to more numbers and, and, and putting more fish in the boat. But uh, great experience uh, and great people over there. So when you go over there to fish, Mark, are you taking your team over there? Are you fishing with other people's teams? Like, how does that whole team thing work out for you when you head over there? Kind of a combination of the two. Um, the first two years I've gone over there, I've gone over with friends of mine. Um, Dan Lasky, who's a charter captain out of the Port of Charlevoix, Michigan, went with me, um, as well as a, a good friend up in uh, the UP, Ryan Erickson. And essentially what we did is we um, we linked up with another team and used their boat we brought a bunch of our gear over to try and kind of joined joined up with the other team over there. So you talked a little bit about um, kind of the numbers game there, but what is the fishing like on the Baltic Sea compared to the fishing that you would experience um, as far as like what kind of techniques you're using and, and what kind of depths of water you're fishing in compared to what you're used to fishing in your home area? So the Atlantic salmon, the target species there, it, similar to here, the Atlantic salmon we have here are a pretty nomadic fish where they're they're cruising around. It's not like you're targeting a school of lake trout um, or staging kings, but they're at that time of year they're pretty nomadic over there. So you're covering water, um, and oftentimes uh, the guys there are looking for small temperature breaks. They also look at the salinity level of the water because it's a brackish salt water. Um, and they're looking for little pockets of fish here and there. So you're covering water, you're trolling fast, uh, typically, you know, well above three miles per hour trolling speed or GPS speed and covering water. And they use a variety of baits. They do use some, uh, meat rigs there. Uh, at that time, it seems like the predominant bait seems to be spoons and they use, uh, spoons here that are that are much bigger than our spoons that we use typically in the U S the forage base for the Atlantic's and the Baltic, uh, consists uh, somewhat of 
a Baltic herring, which can be quite large. So there's some pretty substantial spoons that they use. Awesome. That, that, that just sounds like an incredible experience. It sounds like you're, you're going to go back. And I, I think that that would be uh, just something to, to, to remember and cherish for a lifetime. That's a, that's a cool experience. Another big highlight of your tournament career is the 2017 King of Kings on Lake Ontario. Your team won one of those really big, happy Gilmore size checks. Tell us about that tournament. Yeah, well, that was uh, fortuitous on our part and, and, and lucky in a way because the year prior to that, we had gone and registered and tried to fish the tournament, and it was canceled due to weather. There was two days of just uh, hellacious wind, so they canceled that, and most of the participants rolled over their buy-in to the next year. So it's not typically a $70,000 tournament, but that year it happened to be and the year that, that we won it, it was a, it was a strange uh, weather condition where it was phenomenal fishing the week leading up until the tournament, like 30, 40, 50 king days, um, and everybody was catching them. And we had a, a big blow that just completely cooled off the water. And we were the only team from Michigan. We've fished that area before, and we had a little bit we had an understanding of the river systems and the Kings were starting to stage in front of those river systems. So we didn't have a good plan. We hadn't pre-fished, you know, the middle of the lake where a lot of the boats ran. So we just stuck around the river mouse that we knew and we kind of grounded out and we ended up catching some really nice adult Kings that were in cold water um, and still around. So it, it, it worked out. Awesome. Um, what's your best tip, Mark, for people who are thinking about getting into tournaments and starting to, to come out and, and do this type of thing and get competitive with their fishing? What's your best tip for those people? I think there's so much information available now through the internet, through social media. Um, I think some of the salmon seminars that are being done, I know um, Russell Gehagen over in Wisconsin does a lot of salmon type clinics and seminars. I think that stuff is great to get a, they're just starting out to give them a basic understanding of the different techniques and the difference between lead core and copper and divers and slide divers and the different uh, tools that are available. And then I think it's a matter of just time on the water and fishing with other more experienced anglers and also other teams because I know personally I've picked up a lot of different techniques and um, approaches just from fishing on other boats. You pick up one thing here and one thing there, and as time goes on, you develop a pretty good program for yourself. Mark, you also run a custom tackle business. What's Diabolical Custom Tackle? What kind of things do you offer? What's that all about? So the tackle business kind of started as a hobby where we were doing custom tackle specifically and exclusively um, custom meat rigs for our our own tournament team. So we were tying uh, our own meat rigs with our own colors, doing a little bit of custom painting. And um, that turned from that hobby into uh, a lot more work now <laughs> with making different colors and supplying tackle shops and whatnot. And it's really focused on um, 
specific color schemes and, and custom color patterns that don't exist currently. For a long time, the meat rig market, the commercial meat rig market was was fairly um, bland in that you're, they were plastic heads with stickers on them. Um, and now it's evolved to kind of a custom painted, different colors of plastics, um, different stickers, and of course, lots of different paint schemes. So that's kind of the, it's a, it's a niche market with the meat rigs. A lot of the tournament anglers are into it, uh, charter captains, and we also get a lot of recreational anglers that are, are starting to pick up on the meat fishing. Mark, uh, we talked a little bit before we did the interview and I said, well, I think I could probably talk to you for about two hours on this stuff, but uh, we're going to let you go. I know you've got a, a charter coming up this evening. Uh, have a great night out on the water tonight. Good luck to, to you and your group. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Great Lakes Fishing Podcast presented by Fishhawk Electronics. For more information on fishing the Great Lakes, visit our blog at fishhawkelectronics.com.